Oh no, the Canadians are coming. Chris, John and Irish Ashley combine to make the ultimate team better than any wet dream. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. John's the CEO and Boomer. Ashley's the real leader. Chris brings the vibes and juices as our enjoyment increases. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. We're back. Mm. <laughs> Perfect timing. Just got an annoying oh, work. You look, work. You look so kind of. You're in the sunshine. What was that diet coke you were drinking? Yeah. You look like a fucking advertisement for summer. <laughs> Maybe I am. I mean, it's about uh, to rain here pretty intensely. I'm so fucking cold. Me I have too. a vest on, I have this, I have this cardigan, I have this, I have a hot water bottle down my pants, and I have another one down my legs. That's yeah, oaks. Um I'm so cold. Well, I'm uh, sorry to hear that. I would say that uh, I've just gotten an annoying work email that I don't know how to respond to, so that's why I seem a bit distracted, because it, of course, came in and I read it just as you came back. Second of all, it's also really cold here, which is very strange. It's oh, because strange. of climate change. Climate change, yeah. I got a video from my parents in Spain the other day of it snowing. Yeah. It's, During the day. It's fucking fucked up here. It's So there's snow surrounding Southern California, like surrounding LA County. It snowed and like it should, like there's snow caps mountains surrounding LA and that never happens. Like those are desert mountains. It's nuts. <laughs> this is wild. The um, planet is dying. <laughs> well, it is and it isn't. Like, it's one of those things where it's absolutely predicting of all of the markers that science, climate scientists have said, like, this is the next thing we're going to experience. But then it's mm -hmm. like, we're, we don't actually know what goes on after this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, we just know the weather's now going to just be way more extreme. Mm -hmm. is, is that right? As I understand this. I don't fully know, and I am avoiding doing much research because I think it will make me, like, inconsolably stressed. <laughs> I mean, I, is, does, I guess I'm different. I don't, um, I don't find that sort of stuff always... Um, sorry. I can't handle it. Well, you would have really hated the last year and a half of me learning everything about the far right. What's crazy yeah, I, is... I, I would have. <laughs> um... I find it so soothing because it just is one of those things where it's like it makes it like I'm not crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like all these things are happening. And the same thing with climate change where it's like, yeah, this is just what's going to happen now. It's like, oh, okay. Turns out we no, were I, right. No, I can't accept it. <laughs> Here's something that I'm really worried about. Did you see that like one department in the U.S. has declared like it's now potential that COVID was caused by a lab leak? Okay. So... It Ooh, who knows? We're am never I gonna, gonna want to know this? Here's my thing: where it comes down to it is, I we gotta make sure that it turns out the conspiracy theorists were not right on this one. Because if it turns out they were, they're going to be insufferable. If it yeah. turns out it was, oh, it's gonna stink, Ashley. Yeah, yeah. This strikes me as the kind of thing that Elliot Steele would be all over. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I, wish, I want to get him on a blower right now. <laughs> He loves the conspiracy. Um, um, or rather, I think he's he's just very interested in people who are interested in conspiracies. Um, I completely and totally um, 
agree with you and I feel the same way. I'm utterly fascinated by people that are really into conspiracy theories, like utterly fascinated. I'm really fascinated by it too, but not enough to do anything with that fascination. <laughs> oh, agree to disagree. You really need to like, oh, there's some absolute whack jobs out there. I can't listen to it. I can't sit and listen to them. What do you mean? It just, it grates me. Oh, it's so interesting. Like I am obsessed with the Steven Crowder Daily Wire feud right now. I'm so obsessed with it. I'm still like keeping abreast of Kanye West Yay 24 plans. Like you don't even know how far down the rabbit hole I am with all of this shit. It's insane. I love it. <laughs> I just I I find it upsetting so I just don't let it into my It was really upsetting. It, I will tell you this is I was hugely cosmically depressed up until the US midterm elections and here's why is I thought I was like, I thought literally I was like, these fucking guys are a bunch of hucksters taking advantage of people who are downtrodden and have no critical thinking ability because they are, have had no education throughout their entire lives and are literally being built by these assholes. And then the US defied uh, over a hundred years of expectations to not put the Republicans back in because they ran appealing to those people and turned out those people are like way less of the population than we thought. And it was joyous and is joyous still. And that it gave me real hope for humanity because I was so aware of what direction it could have gone and it mm. just didn't go that way. It, it's, uh, it, oh, sing it from the hilltops, Ashley. <laughs> It makes me really happy. But yeah, I can also see your way of, but it's that thing of like head in the sand is better than head aware of all the fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I, I, I feel I, I get so drowned in my brain of guilt. Um, what do you feel guilty about? Oh, this is an interesting topic. I, the more I start to think and learn about any sort of climate change or anything like that, the more I just feel fucking guilty about every single thing I buy. But climate um, change, climate change at this point is so large. Like it's one of those things where like do yeah. what you can, but it's like, like. But also, me me recycling things doesn't undo all of the shit that's happening in other parts of the like the massive massive corporations pumping out all this horrible stuff Correct. It i mean doesn't, yes it just and it but but i still carry the guilt of it i mean it you know every little and bit I, but i got help. to a place during the <laughs> pandemic i got to a place where i couldn't I, I could not every single thing i got up and did every single day felt like i was doing something wrong and the like there's um, Richard Brown has a really good joke about how the, one that's, of the best uh, things that's depression. That's just depression. That's not yeah, a good climate change. That's depression. Yeah, that was depression. But um Richard Brown has a really good bit about kind of the environment and, and climate action and stuff like that. And he's uh I don't I I don't remember the joke itself, but the whole point of it is the best thing he could do for the planet is kill himself. <laughs> And it's great. It's a really good bit. Go I mean, see his, his Glasgow Comedy Festival show if you're there. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those no, things. No, and that's, but that's the way. And as much as that is a joke, that is where my brain went to. I mean, it is true. And so, yes, it was full it's depression. Also, it was. <laughs> um, it's a full depression. It's also why um, uh, the climate change movement's a big recruiting place for fascists because yeah. if you. Like, if you manipulate the data properly, yes, you can nihilistically say actually the way to actually save the planet is we take out 
a certain amount of the population and then the real dark souls go like well, well we was... have some suggestions for who could be on that list yeah that was a real problem that that was one of the biggest problems with um the hitler's rise and and the um, oh, ide ideologies that he pushed <laughs> was the fact that he based it all on he had read uh nietzsche in prison and nietzsche's argument he he can i say this by the way nietzsche can suck my fucking ass the amount nietzsche of was not a fascist his sister was and she she was on side with Hitler after Nietzsche died and Nietzsche no longer had control over what he'd said because he was dead but she was kind of like this is exactly what my brother was yeah, saying but, and it's not what saying. he inspired like it's in the same way that Frank Sinatra's My Way has so much to answer for like <laughs> the inspiration that that fuck provided is so fucking irritating you know what I'm saying yeah. it's so it annoying because it's 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 the hyper logical thing it's the you can't technically you you you're not wrong. I can't really argue with you there, but it's you're applying that logic in the worst possible way. The logic that what Nietzsche had basically argued was that in the same way that your body has good bacteria and bad bacteria and you stay alive because the good bacteria defeats the bad bacteria, if humans fight each other, we are the good bacteria that beat down the bad bacteria if you don't survive your bad bacteria and you need it to be eliminated i mean yeah in the... order for the human race to survive that's Listen. that's and but fundamentally the reason that it works is because it's hyper logical you can't you can't there's no flaw in the argument but the application of it is wrong <laughs> interesting yeah this is of course the pro yeah um yeah because it's not wrong and Nietzsche wasn't saying and therefore we should kill all of these these groups of people but that is what Hitler took those writings and used them to imply here's the point I was and trying that is, to make I think this is also the problem with Jordan Peterson he uses hyper logic to justify what he's saying it's two different things no Jordan Peterson's just a fucking asshole he uses half-truths and big words to manipulate people do you know what I'm saying but his, and also his his process like the thing that he actually does if you listen to what he says you kind of go yes you can't really pick a hole in what it is you're specifically saying and that's why you that is why you're able to get people on side with what you're saying is because it's, it's it is hyper logical there's no flaw in the argument in a literal sense, but well, in an, an ideological sense, it's obviously completely flawed. I mean, Jordan Peterson also a lot of his work is done by people just talking about it. If you not a lot of people can actually cite any quotes he's made and stuff like that. He just gets he just yeah. goes on things and asks defensive questions when people ask him questions. Why mm. would you Why would you say that in an attacking tone? Why aren't you asking answering the question? And then people get trapped because he's a psychologist and he just plays to people's egos and is in the media but i completely agree with what you're saying what annoys the shit out of me about people like nietzsche is just state your fucking theories plainly because like by leaving any well, loose he interpretation was just, he was basically writing it in a very um evolutionary sense um he his writings weren't about let's kill people or or anything like that Hitler totally took what he said in an evolutionary sense and amplified it to the point where he's like, well, like 
because he, I think he was basically saying, you know, if there's people who are dying off from famine or dying, like there is a mm. natural cycle to life and he's right there. But Hitler kind of took it one step further and said, but in that sense, if us humans battle these humans and we are the stronger race or the stronger uh, people, then we are technically the good bacteria and therefore we are the ones that need to survive. I see what you're saying. He should have just said that. I, I, I returned my earlier point. Just say it fucking way plainer. Do you know what I mean? Make it so that people can't, that there's no room for fucking a man with a fucking yeah. Charlie Champlin mustache to come around and use it, uh, use an interpretation to murder. Yeah. I think what, yeah, Hitler basically just read this and went on a, because it, but at the end of the day, this is the death of the author thing. It's the, you can't ever account for every which way that a person might read something. This is, well, right. this is also why because I think metaphors ever, is... Yeah, but you can't control how people are going to react to a joke you say on stage. Oh, yeah, you can. Because after I mean, every can, single joke, you, you stand there and you go, why did you laugh at that? You go, hey, <laughs> snap at them go like this. But you know what I mean? Every room is different. Every group of people is different. You'll get these fucking mad hecklers out of nowhere. It's the death of the author. I mean, I see what you're saying. I still just return to my point of like, no one's misinterpreted the song People Louie Louie. No one. <laughs> People misinterpret every single thing all of the time. It's not Louie Louie. It's a good song. It's a great, it's, it's a very good song. It, exactly. Do you see what my point? You know, no one misinterprets the song Tequila. No one's here's like, bop, 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 bop. They're like, I better go kill some kids. They're just like, you know what? Let's have some tequila. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tequila. You know what I'm saying? Nietzsche, be more like the song Tequila. <laughs> That's great. That's That should be on a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm not wrong, but I do. I, let me say this also about all philosophers. It really shows that the human race has a lot of patience that we're like, you know what? These guys, we still need professional thinkers. And by the way, name name a good thing a philosopher has figured out in the last 200 years. Name one good thing they've done. Uh, again, I feel like we should defer to Elliot Steele. Um... <laughs> Besides, of course, the tag team, the Street Profits. Uh, but the, oh, these are philosophers, not prophets, so never mind that joke. Philosophers have done stuff, I just don't know what it is. <laughs> Name a good thing they've done. Oh, they've done stuff. They've done a lot of justification of murder. They've done a lot of justification of hateful thinking. But what's like a good thing? What's a, uh, a poetics of the 21st century? Oh, what a bunch of douches we are. That could be said on this podcast. I'm going to, oh my God, what's going on? Whoa! <laughs> I can't think of anything that philosophers have done in the past 20 years that's good. Yeah. You can think of more things like, that's so insane. What, um, who is your favorite philosopher? Mine's Slavoj Zizek. Uh, although I haven't looked in on him in the last five years, and if I, and I'm not looking it up now, but if I had to hazard to guess, Slavoj Zizek, probably not a fan of trans people if I had to guess. If I have to guess, just a guy that may or may not have been a Stalinist, yeah, he may not, shit. Mm. Be a bit of a problem. I don't. I don't know if I've really spent enough time with philosophers' writings and stuff to have a favorite. 
Come on, this is the 21st century. They all have podcasts now. <laughs> That's true. Like um, if you have you ever dabbled into the philo- first of all, if you go into the philosophy section of podcast genres on Apple Podcasts, you can really find some ones that are are very much just super far right, like psycho ones. So quickly, like God, the internet really moves in that direction. Fast, fast. Yeah, they really have a. I I want to say that the they have a majority of the internet. Oh yeah, you want to know some? They're just so active. Do you want to know some horrifying statistics? Yeah, go on. So, um, in the early '90s, uh, white supremacist groups in the United States realized that um, law enforcement had a blind spot online. So they just made sure not to mention that that's where they were recruiting for like so long, which is why the militia movement and the white supremacist movement like ballooned in the 90s because the FBI didn't get email until 1999. <laughs> and so they that's basically. insane. The FBI didn't have email until 1999. Um, and. Two years before 9 11. Well, this is the thing is they would have investigated it more extensively, but then 9 11 happened and they had to divert all resources to Islamic based terror. And then um, there was a study conducted in 2008, I think, um, that concluded there was a huge problem with white supremacist militia violence and terrorist groups in the U.S. Like, we need to do something about this right now. We need to devote a lot of money. Fox News saw it, said they were persecuting gun rights owners, and they canceled the entire program. Um uh, but what's even more hilarious and the law of unintended consequences is because the U.S. has had to fight the war on terror for so long. Um, and all the white supremacist groups learned from ISIS and Al-Qaeda on how to organize is that they stupidly restructured in the exact way the U.S. Know, knows how to fight terrorist groups online, which is why they've been able to crush a bunch of them really quickly, really fast, is they finally have diverted resources to that in Biden's time and taken care of it. The good guys are winning, but like always with the Americans, it's always way later than this absolutely even close to necessary. Why are you doing this? Mm. should have been dealt with 30 years ago, you fucking pricks. And now we have a different concern that you're not dealing with. Yeah, the total rise of fascism within the uh, within the government and... And actually, the climate crisis. Oh, of course, the climate crisis. And let's not forget, Grand War in Europe for the first time in 70 years. Say that again? Ground war in Europe for the first time in like 70 years, 80 Ground years? Ground war. Ground war? War? Ground war. You know that little thing between Ukraine and know. Russia? I I just did not know what those two words were that you were saying. Ground war? Have you not heard that phrase? Ground war. No. Yeah. It's been, well, that's what's happening. I did not. No, I, I know that that's happening, but I just didn't know that terminology for it. I also don't like that that's how it's phrased because I feel like that that really helps the English sweep the troubles right under the rug. Do you know what I'm saying? And I know that I'm being a real prick about it, but I do genuinely. I was like, it's not. those. Oh, so. like, well, like, because they go like, there was no wars in Europe from World War II, ground wars from World War II to now in Europe. But it's like, well, like the UK had a mass, oh. uh, mass armed conflict in Ireland for like sure. so much of the 20th century. And like there was a shitload of like crazy civil wars that were like Russia doing this to other places throughout the night. You know what I mean? Like it's like even that's not actually a true statistic. And I don't know. Yeah, but everybody likes to fudge everything. Oh my god, um, this particularly when it, the troubles is one of the most fascinating bits of English sponsored propaganda so in that 
you can't like unless you are in England or Ireland, no one knows fuck all about like like you like I have explained I'm it sorry. to Americans and they're like, most people in England do not know about it. No, no, but they they're aware it occurred. Like people in America sure. think a people. So many people in America a are like B I R A I R A. What noble men, which is always so crazy a, and then b. They are literally like, well, that was like in the forties. It out I mean, with good intentions, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like when I say that I'm speaking about like the Ireland weird drug running because of them. Shoot, yeah, I'm not. I'm not talking about the one from the 1910s. I'm talking about like the Belaclava yeah. guys, and their eyes are too close together, and now they all work for UKIP. That's yeah. who I'm talking about. The drug running guys in tracksuits who were smoking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Around London Dairy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I know what you mean. Um, I have taken I, to sleeping on the opposite side of the bed than I have always fuck yeah. done. Congratulations. Because, <laughs> because this in this new bedroom, the side of the bed that I normally sleep on gives me the creeps. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, what can we see just, this side of the bed? Can we sure, see the side okay. of the bed? Oh my Look, god, okay. Uh, this is really exciting. Okay, there's there's stuff on my bed, but just ignore it. What kind of um, stuff? Right, so camera down a little. This, hang on. Oh, I see what we're doing. Oh, this so is great. Look I, at the mood lighting you've got going. I've got great lighting. Um, Excellent. So oh, you. Have, I have always slept. I've always slept on that fireside. Fireside, really? This like corner, this corner space. So. It, it would be the right side if you're at the foot of the bed. Yeah. But now no, I'm sleeping on this side. No, but I think no, it's also because the... this is the side that is into the room, you know? Yeah. No, 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 no. You don't want to This be is the natural side from coming into the room. But... Okay, there's a couple of reasons why you're playing this totally correct, and let me take you through them. Number one, if and when you host a lover of some description, you want them faced into the corner. So if it was a shameful act, you, you can look you're not looking at them. Into the corner, Ugh, yeah. you can say. You can ban, or also if you want to play like a dirty game of like, ooh, face into the corner. You know what I mean? Ooh, we're playing naughty step. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure, why not? I do think you know what I mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've played yeah, that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Yo, you want to Cool. Um, so that's perk one. Perk two of why you're smart to switch sides on the bed, you have full access to all your stuff. You know what I mean? Phone access, because yeah. that's where yeah. the plug is. Exactly. Light Lighting adjustment it's access. Just, it's just the opposite to every other, every other bed I've had since I've been in a double bed. I think the reason I started out on the other side Wait of the bed minute. is that Wait I... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What size of bed are we working with here? This is a double bed. A double bed. Ashley. You gotta, you gotta upgrade that size, the size of that bed. I don't have Double a choice. Bed? It's a, it's it's the UK. It's a pre-furnished flat. <laughs> Can you do what my one flatmate did, and I never had the balls to do, which is just demand the landlord purchase new things for their room because they want them. <laughs> I had a king size bed in the first apartment I came to in in Scotland, no. in Glasgow, and I will say <clears throat> that was fun. That was fun. Uh, I, I I'm not a, an inordinately big person, such as yourself. So I I do fit in this bed quite 
fine. <laughs> That's true. And I also, I think I had a double bed until I left the UK. Yeah. Yes, no, I definitely did. That room was um, so small. Oh, it was the but best. The reason, I love a small room. The Go first, ahead. The first bed, like big person bed <laughs> that I had was um, in Ireland. I got a double bed into my bedroom and... The reason I think I stay, I went on to that side was because I was in the attic bedroom. And so the other side of the bed, I, to get in that side of the bed, I would have had to be like bent over yes. to go around it. So then I think I naturally ended up on that right side of the bed. Um, and I've been on that side of the bed in every bedroom since. It's like worked on that side of the bed until this one. And what's happened is I've started sleeping on this side of the bed, this left side of the bed. And I keep waking up with most of my quilt on the floor because I've obviously gotten used to the way that I move in the bed to keep most of the quilt to my right. Interesting. And I keep waking up with just most of my quilt on the floor because normally that's where the bed would have been. <laughs> it's really unnerving. <laughs> that is really unnerving. It's so weird. <laughs> Ooh. Is this the quilt on the floor? There's something about I that. don't like it. I don't it's, like it. <laughs> there's a level of cold the quilt becomes when you're putting it back on your body where you're like... <laughs> yeah it's not great I think I'm getting used to it I think it's happening a bit less but yeah the first few nights I was just like what the fuck why is my quilt on the floor yeah I'd be so fucking livid like I've obviously just gotten used to how I move to keep from pulling the quilt from the right if I'm on the left side of the bed let me ask you this um, when you have a if and when you've ever had a as the French call it, an evening pour la bang, and uh, stand. Now, is it a assumed stay over? Do you get out of there? Are you the assumed host? How do you play this? I, I play it according to my means of being able to get home. Oh, interesting. So who, the, whoever's closest wins? Um, not necessarily. In fact, we, myself and uh, <laughs> were very, very near to my flat in Edinburgh. And instead, he insisted on getting a taxi back to the person's house that he was staying in. I know exactly who this was. Yeah, you do. Yeah. This and you also know which house it was. I know exactly which house this was. That's so funny. I would be livid. No, because if you have home, if you have home bed and, advantage, but I did. I did say, and he was like, uh, he was like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, I mean, what? so close to doing an impression there of, and I was about to say the person's name, but that would have been me. <laughs> I mean, somebody did say it at a an event, <laughs> like on stage recently. <laughs> it was used against me in a roast battle. <laughs> By who? By who do you think? Just the person? <laughs> no. The person's friend whose house it was. <laughs> yeah. But I won because I was able to say, well, I've had more sex in your house than you have. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think, I mean, I'm not going to say what I'm just about to say because it would really give away everything. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if I care that much. <laughs> no, I think, don't, I, think don't I technically speaking may have slept in a bed that you've banged in. Then technically. No, because they've since moved. This was in the previous place. But maybe you've slept in that one too. Very, no, I didn't. Great. That's hilarious. That's but so funny. That would be funny. I mean, it's statistically, it's, it must be possible. I mean, it's, I slept on. It's very possible. I slept on the sofa of the house you lived in. So, did you ever host there? I did. Damn, see, there it's happened. I don't know why yeah. we needed to figure that out all of a sudden, but I'm happy we I have. Didn't, no, I didn't. Oh, no, we started there, didn't have full sex there. I'll give you flesh. <laughs> didn't do that either. <laughs> what? Not even a little. I mean, it, it, the amount of people I there's a flat I lived in in uh, Edinburgh for Edinburgh Fringes, and one of the people loved accidentally getting caught receiving no work, shall we say, around the end of the festival in the living room by one uh, other person in particular. And what was so funny is it was always because narcotics can I know take place. can I know who those people are <laughs> after the program, of course. Um, and I just private chat. We still have a private chat. I'm afraid I'm going to turn it off. Oh, sure. Um, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. um, (laughs) It was so funny because there was one time in particular. Oh, it was so great. Yeah. Got really got caught getting a nosh job on the last day of the festival because they a nosh job. (laughs) A nice getting a Uh, nice vacuum on the last day of the festival because they miscalculated times. Uh, of when people would be awake. And the best part of it for me was the person that caught them that had to go back in and clarify what time it was so that the person who was receiving the neck suck uh, wouldn't miss their train. (laughs) I'm definitely going to need to know who those people are. Do I know them? Like, you'll know the names. Sure, okay. (laughs) You know, names, you know names of people that are in show business. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. great. I really it enjoy that. <laughs> the host of the um, panel show uh, Piss Bucket. Did you ever see that panel show? No. Okay, it was it was really good. You just, a different celebrity had to piss in a bucket, and then everyone decided how much the piss weighed. That's a real show? No, absolutely not a real show. Even close to a real show. How did you think that was a real show? How did I'm you fully, think... I think I think it's one of those things where you, you believe what you want to. I mean, I would love... I, I, I really piss. want that to be a show. I want to pitch the show no. Piss Bucket. Piss Bucket, yeah. How, yeah. how great would it be? Even... Mm. Just looking at... How much do you think Brian... Blessed can piss in a bucket. Just Miggledy Higgins pissed in a bucket. How much? How much do you think, think Mike Higgins piss? I think we should make that a show. <laughs> I want to specifically to only be Irish celebrities. Okay, yeah. Gay Burns, very foggy, dark oh, piss. Oh God. Yeah, I really want to have a show where we get we get celebrities to piss into a bucket oh my god who's the guy who currently hosts the late late show the thin man brian tuberty oh my god that'd be great joanne mcnally i mean that would be nuts too 
Yeah, that would be and, really fucking fun. I, by the way, I really like that Joanna McNally is now like proper mainstream famous. When the fuck did that happen? Holy shit. I know. It's quite, I think it happened around the time that she became super besties with Vogue Williams. Mm. Vogue. What's her surname now? She's got a different surname. I don't know. Vogue, what's her face? That's married to somebody that's married to one of the royals. What? No, sorry. Vogue, she's married to somebody whose brother is married to Pippa Middleton. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. And they have like a podcast together, right? Called like... Their podcast me. name is pretty great. It's uh, my therapist ghosted me. Oh my god. Is that true? That's the podcast name. I think it's quite a good podcast name. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, Joanne McNally is one of those people that I'm like, so not surprised has gotten famous. It's just like no. that, that, the, that part of Europe of between yeah. the Ireland's and then the British Isles needs that sort of just fucking like, just kind of brassy fucking like, yeah. And then I fucking punch Brandon in the dick that does not, like that they do not recognize in media is such a huge part of culture of just like, just a half drunk smoking woman in front of a pub being so fucking funny. It just, I'm really happy. It's finally getting exposure. Yeah. I, I think she's fun. I have seen her absolutely electrify a room. Like, she she can she can sometimes be a bit hit or miss, but there was one time I saw her and it was just like fizzing. It was amazing. I mean, there's there's people who can do that pretty much every time, but yeah, um, that's true. Uh, she was there. There's just been a couple of times where I've seen her. It's just been like fuck. That was great. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's one of those things that is. How do I say this? I also think sometimes it's good if people are hit or miss more than like, I think yeah, sometimes human. A, qu a quest for consistency leaves it. So you're kind of like, I was watching some guys that have gotten really, really good in the UK and they were really leaning into who they are. And I think sometimes they're, especially over there, there's this real quest for sort of being middle of the road, but no one is, it's not sure. a middle of the road society. Everyone's got an opinion on everything, mm -hmm. but it's like this weird place where everyone's like, well, you gotta be as mainstream as possible. Even if you're like an anank, like a, an anarchist capitalist comedian, you know what I'm saying? Do you see sure. the distinction I'm getting? Yeah, and I think I, so. And, and it's really been nice to see people like lean into who they are and forget those sort of rules in the UK now. Do you know what I mean? Joanne McNally, so many people be like, don't do that. Like, don't be so like fucking, She's pretty raunchy on stage, and I'm out of people. Uh -huh. I remember seeing like women don't do that, and it's like they were totally wrong. She just be yourself and look at her go, be herself, and of course, as you pointed out, be friends with someone who's married to Pippa Middleton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the uproar around Pippa Middleton's dress at that wedding? Oh, it's, what? And when you look at the pictures, it's just like what? It, there's nothing to get excited about. Who knew what we were looking forward to with the, with the fucking royals from the? Do you understand? Looking back now, we now know that he had a fucking cold dick at that wedding. How fucking awesome is this reality? Like, he had, say a what? You, he had frostbite on his dick at that fucking wedding, bro. Have you not been paying attention to his book release? Oh, it Harry is, did. Yeah, man. Yeah. He had a he had fucking numb bits of his fucking jubblies. <laughs> but th do you remember that people? Yeah, people thought people were were saying that she must have had ass implants or something. And if you look at those pictures of her in that dress, she's so tiny. 
it, there's no there's absolutely no basis for the attention that that got i love the uk for this reason which is something has happened well we better make sure to hurt a woman's feelings as well yeah yeah it's insane why was diana dead well because she was hanging out with a guy that wasn't her original husband or whatever i don't know do you know what i mean mm -hmm. it is wild that's so fucking funny yeah i mean like the uproar was nuts what was also crazy same weekend as when they shot osama bin laden was it it was the same weekend that's absolutely wild i did not realize they happened that close together yeah calgary i was in calgary alberta canada I think it was like the Saturday and the Sunday. If I'm totally honest, I think it was like, like can you look that up? I think I'm, wow. I think I'm looking it up. <laughs> Osama bin Laden was killed on May 2nd, 2011. And let's see, let's see. Was I right? Do I remember this correctly? Did I remember this correctly? You're not right. Oh, uh, their wedding was on the 29th of April, so it was. Those, the, it was the four days it, beforehand. Wait, May 29th, 30. Isn't it? Aren't there only 30 days in April? Yeah. So it would then be fr the Friday to the Sunday. Ah, oh, shit. Friday to. Yeah. So technically not same weekend because I'm going Friday. It would they got married on a Friday. Very close, though. Very, so very close. close. I did not so think they'd happened that close together. I knew there was isn't that nuts? I knew it was super close. That's so wild. That's wild. What a year. Um <laughs> 2011, great year. I really enjoyed it. I I think I had an alright 2011, actually. I turned 18 in 2000. Mm, is that right? It's offensive. I can't remember, but I do. Yeah, I must have done because I, the dress that I wore to my 18th birthday was. What is this pause in signifying? I'm just trying to do the maths of when. Oh, I okay. Because I thought there was something up with the dress that I was about no, to No, the dress, it was basically. It ended up being the exact same as Kate Middleton's wedding dress, except it was I I had a black one and it but it was the same style and it was a short dress. Um but it just had that like sheer lace sleeve thing. That's what it that's what I wore for my eighteenth birthday. Wild. And it was one of those weird things where then I saw her dress, I was like, Oh, that's fucking weird. And I I just it was just odd. Um Will, will you also marry a naval helicopter pilot? Yeah, I did turn eighteen that year. Um, I will do my very best to. <laughs> do you I do ever, like a uniform. Who doesn't? Um, I still, and I maintain this. This is still the craziest part. Is I still think that Harry and Meghan, all of this, is a on purpose distraction to distract from the fact that Prince Andrew is a pedophile. I think like there's a deep cover assignment, 
and they're still secretly like with Charles and I don't think that <laughs> no one agrees with me, but that's fine. Sometimes to be the to be a fucking maverick, you have to walk these streets alone. I think they're definitely they are just creating distractions, and I think um, there's a lot of of diversions happening, but I don't think what happened with Harry and Meghan is specifically that. I think it is. And that's my only counterpoint. I'm going to be one of those guys. You know, the least fun people to argue with, where you just say your point, and then they just say what they believe in again, yeah. like it's a point. It's my favorite. Yeah, I can I can see how much you're enjoying it. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, you're 100% right, because um, what I say is insane, and no one would go this in-depth. No one would release these many TV specials about it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, you want to know something I did today? Yes, and then we'll do plugs and wrap the fuck up. I purchased something, and I'm oh. so excited about it. I purchased the entire box set of Sabrina the Teenage Witch <laughs> on DVD. Starring my work Carly, colleague, Caroline Ray. Yeah. I'm so happy with this decision. I'm going to say this right now. I think I could get Caroline Ray's phone number. Is that is that something that you want? Oh my god. <laughs> I I don't need her phone number because that would be weird, but I would like to meet her at some point. She's the nicest. Just a nice fucking lady. Yeah. If I come a very to LA, you're going to bring me to see her. <laughs> I've only ever met her in Edinburgh. Um, and what? She had, a, yeah, she had the funniest bit about um, talking about how big Penn Gillette's penis is. It was so funny. She was like, and, that, and that's how she learned that you could zoom in on an iPhone. <laughs> one of the funniest bits I've ever seen in my life. That just sounds like, really great. The amount of times she talked about pen, she just kept being like, Pen Gillette's penis looks like this? Pen from Pen and Teller's penis? <laughs> <laughs> That's mm. excellent. I I worship her. I think she's amazing. Um, I, I would I love know to what... see her or meet her or any of and all of the above. It was Hilda and Zelda? Yeah. Oh, I love that I remembered that. What the fuck happened to Hilda? And then we wrap up. Hilda is Caroline Ray. Zelda. Yes. <laughs> Zelda is. Um... Oh my gosh, her name's left my brain. Uh, I was about uh... to say very meanly some blonde bitch. That's what I remember. <laughs> Beth Broderick. Beth Broderick. Um, That's crazy what? you knew her name. No, I Googled it. Oh my god, I thought you literally pulled that out of your fucking ass. That's so nuts. Oh my god. I, I literally like... I really should have known. Like I it's one of those ones where I did know her name. I just couldn't remember it for a few minutes. No, that, this is better. Kinda... This is much better this way. The other way was um, terrifying. But she she went on to do others. I think she's still in stuff a little bit, but not much. I don't um I don't know. I think she is still acting. Um agree to disagree. She did appear. They the two of them did appear in the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, the Netflix revisiting of it. Did they really? Yeah, they did it. They did a, an episode where they had like it wasn't necessarily a multiverse storyline, but it was like a 
It wasn't a multiverse storyline because just they're, being, right they're so overdone. They're so yeah, overdone ready. now, guess, and I hate it. Guess what? No one wanted, and yet for them, hey, let's make everything overly complicated like by bringing in the dimensions we brought into comic books in the 90s that literally caused people to never go back to reading comic books and bring it yeah. to everything. I think it's just, it, it totally undermines the, like, Oh, you can just bring a character back to life. So what's the point? Yeah, uh, no. It just—it's so stupid. I don't like the multiverse. And I, as soon as uh, Doctor Strange came out, is when I really started to go downhill on the whole Marvel universe stuff. Um, but I, and I, I will say, I also I watched everything everywhere all at once, and I tweeted at the time that it was as as good as everyone said it was, but I don't think it was. Oh, um, it had a. Um... I mean, the whole point of it was like, oh, she's mildly less homophobic now. I mean, what do you want? It just, it was good. Wait, it was what? it was enjoyable is, to watch. What is this movie? I have to watch it because the more I hear, oh, you how, haven't seen it. How is you that the moral it. of um, this movie? It's not. Um, I don't. It's just. It's a little bit pretentious. It's a little bit stupid in parts. I mean, you're really um, selling this movie, if I'm totally honest. Yeah, it's it is good. It is it is an enjoyable watch, but there's it's one of those ones where the more it has sat with me since I've seen it, the less I've. In hindsight, I'm like, oh no, I didn't actually like that. Oh, interesting. You know? Yeah. You know when you sort of immediately have a reaction to a movie, I think it's really bad when you, and maybe I should take this into account when I tweet about them, but. Um, yeah, I just I sort of tweet after I've watched it so that I can keep track of them all. But I sort of said, yeah, annoyingly, it was as good as everyone said it was, but it wasn't actually. And I I kind of regret giving it that little bit of a review. Um, one movie I did watch was One Hour Photo with Robin Williams. That was oh, that movie is intense. Funny. That movie is very intense. It really when it he was says great though. Put that put that uh, thing in your mouth when he's talking about his penis. Yeah. It's wild. Oh, that movie's it's so fucking intense. So intense, but so good. I mean, I slightly disagree. I, like, I thought it was very good, but I fucking oh, no, hate those. I, I didn't enjoy watching it, but it was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Haunting. Technically, Watch. critically excellent movie, but I will never watch it again. Agreed. Guys, Yeah. this is the first of the new phase of whatever this is. I hope you enjoy it. Call it the new phase. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe we'll call it the new phase. We don't know um, what we're calling it yet. Um, these episodes will be going out in a few days from when we've recorded it. Uh, yeah, this is why it's been timeless and beautiful. I hope you all enjoyed yeah. it. If you enjoyed and have any critic, oh, by the way, if you have any comments on uh, what we said, uh, please uh, hit up Untitled Twitch Stream on uh, at gmail.com and please send us uh, all comments, queries, questions to I'm Untitled. Have to that email as well. We'll change that email, but until we do, Untitled Twitch Stream dot com. Anything you think of during the show, please comment on. We will read it on the following week's episode. These are yes. recorded together and then released into two halves throughout the yes. week. We thank you for your time. We love you. Ashley, do you love them? I love them so much. I agree. Um, yeah, it'll be I, what? Part one on a Sunday, part two on a Wednesday? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And please uh, keep interacting with us. We love hearing from you. Untitled Twist Stream at gmail.com or go into our Discord and comment. Uh, all comments will be right here. Okay. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.